the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord. Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the Gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Some uh, two tools. To the, if I go, I'll go to the third tool. But the first two we talked about was what was the first tool? I said, what was the first tool? Anakazo. Anakazo. Why do we get a story? Can you sh- give us the Anakazo story so I can go? Back, I can recap quickly. Anakazo. Look. Fourteen. Put Anakazo. Then he said unto, then he said unto him, a certain man made a great supper and bade many. And he sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, for altars are now ready. And they, with one consent, began to excuse. The first one said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground. I must need go and see it. I pray thee, have me excuse. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go prove them. I pray, have me excuse. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore me no come. So the servant came and showed his Lord those things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to the servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in the and bring in the poor, and the maimed, and the halt, and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet, and yet there is room. Go back to that verse. And yet there is room. Continue. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and high and hedges, and compel the way that is anakazo. And I counsel them to come in that my house may be filled. Hallelujah. So this is the Anakazo story Jesus Christ told us. And uh, for those of you, if you remember, I talked about three lessons that we can get from the Anakazo story. The one first lesson was the difference between a master thinking and a servant thinking. You remember? I said, you remember? What is a master thinking? A master thinking what? Does not accept excuses. A servant thinking what? Accept excuses. Try and get a podcast and listen. The next thing we learned from Anakazo, the Anakazo story was what? I told last week. No, the Anakazo story still. The Anakazo man does what? He says, go to the highways and... I told you, yesterday you've forgotten. The Anakazo man, you have forgotten here. Why do you think I spent all time talking about interracial marriage? What was the point there? The Anakazo man, that's what? Can move out of his comfort zone or his circles. Yeah, I'm surprised you have forgotten. After all that, so you don't remember my story about inter- interracial marriage? And, you remember the story, but you don't remember the point. <laughs> the point I was addressing is that the Anakazo man can get out, can move outside his comfort zone. You see, the Anakazo man represents a successful man. The Anakazo story is a story of somebody 
who succeeded at what he set out to do. His intention was to have a party. And at the end of the day, in spite of all the excuses, he had a party. A successful party. That's the whole Alakazo story. Amen. The person, his, his aim was to have a party. So in spite of all that, at the end of the day, he still had a successful party. So the Anakazo story, as we are talking about, reveals to us a certain way of thinking, a certain character, a certain behavior, that no matter the obstacles, at the end of the day, you still achieve your goal. Hallelujah. That's why I gave you the, the keys of the Anakazo one. He does not accept excuses. Because if you are somebody who is used to accepting excuses, you can never achieve your goal. Number two, he, he has the ability. The ability. Somebody say ability. Say ability. Say ability. Say I can operate outside my comfort zone. Can you hear me? Say I can operate outside my comfort zone. Because some of you, that is what is limiting your success. You're, you're, the reason why you have not gone to a certain level is because you are not comfortable outside your comfort zone. Anything that is not within your, your sphere, you can operate. Yeah. That is why I even brought in the interracial marriage for which some of you are looking at me quietly. But sometimes the reason why some of you are not even married is because the man who you are in love with does not come from your tribe. The one who you can marry is not from the same region as you are. But, but because you lack the inability to operate outside your comfort zone. Because if you are open, maybe a Chinese Christian brother will have married you. Like by now you are Mrs. Hung. <laughs> or Mrs. Chang. You cannot operate outside your comfort zone. And not when I say you, I don't even mean you as an individual. Your whole family, your grandmother, your auntie, it must be Owusu from Tridium. By all means. <laughs> so welcome at this Mr. Chang. But hey, Anakazu, ability to operate outside your comfort zone. And that's why I gave that example. It, it has its challenges. But sometimes it is also a way to succeed. Otherwise, you can never succeed. You, are, you have a, What is your aim? Your aim is to be married. Then use an account. Is somebody hearing me? An Sometimes even, to, even, even, like I tell people, look, a dollar is a dollar. Whether the dollar came from the hospital or it came from McDonald's or it came from constru uh, construction down the road, at the end of the day, a dollar is a dollar. So you are so you're only trained to make money as maybe in a particular field. But that field is not giving you the dollar. Why can't you move outside your comfort zone and collect a dollar from somewhere? Because at the end of the day, a dollar is still a dollar. The last time I saw a dollar, no, the last time I saw a dollar, there wasn't no, this dollar is from Costco, so it's no good. It's not like that. Hallelujah. But because you cannot operate outside your comfort zone, what, what did you set out to, you see, think about the man. 
what did he set out to achieve? I'm asking you, what did he set out to achieve? I said, what did he set out to achieve? Have a party. I said, what did he set out to achieve? To have a party. What did he end up having at the end of the day? A party. That's it. That's all I can do. That's not the, the whole concept of anakazu. It means that it means it's, it's, and it comes with certain characteristics. I don't take excuses. I'm comfortable outside my comfort zone because I want to achieve my aim. We want to win souls. Look, even listen to them. If you want a clear example of anakazu, look at me. This is anakazu. This is what we are doing this afternoon is anakazu. I mean, maybe God gave us this as a, as a practical demonstration. God gave us maybe this as a practical demonstration. Because I got, this is, this is where we meet. And we meet in the morning. I got a message from the Father on Friday night. Friday night, as late as Friday night. Saturday morning. I didn't even see the message. I saw it only on Saturday morning. That we are going to do some construction over there, and therefore we cannot use the place. But an Akazo man is not prepared to cancel his church service. <laughs> I say an Akazo man is not prepared to cancel his service. It means even if I have to preach in a hall with and all the artifacts, I'm still preaching. It means if you have to preach in the afternoon, even if it was midnight that was available, I will not, the Anakazo man does not cancel the party. So maybe what we are seeing this afternoon is a, a practical demonstration of Anakazo. Is somebody hearing me? Because I could have said, oh, you know, hmm. they say they are doing construction. We can't go there. It's okay. Apostle, it's not my fault. Though. In fact, he, he, I, I would have preferred giving a longer notice. He gave me a short notice. If you, have even, if you have given us even one week notice, we could have planned about it. Anyway, because of that, um, maybe we should, we'll have a, a service over the phone. We'll have a conference church service. That's not a call. Who come? Who come? Hey, watch me. Even the least person, I will have a service out there. Brother Anakazo man does not cancel the party. Hallelujah. And you need that objective. You need that spirit. Look, another thing that I'll talk about, I'll give you two things about Anakazo. The third thing, write this point. These are points. The third point about the Anakazo story, okay? The test. The, the Point about the Anakazo story that the Anakazo's man does not go for half success. Oh, oh, the Anakazo man does not stop halfway. The Anakazo man is not success, satisfied with half the achievement. The Anakazo man is not comfortable with incomplete projects. The Anakazo man is not happy with any bit success. Why do I say so? Let's read the story again. Go back to the next verse. 
and they'll serve us a lot. It is done as that way. And yet, there is room. It, some people have come, but it's still not full. Some people have come, but it's not complete. Let's verse. And the Lord said to the servant, go into the house and compare them, that my house may be filled. That my, my house may be what? My house may be what? My house may be what? Listen to me. The Anakazo man is not satisfied with half success. I'm preaching, thank you. I like you. Some of us, we settle for mediocrity. You are too good. A little success. I've arrived. Where have you arrived? You, we are so happy with little success. A little, you see, it's like somehow. Now you have bought, you have rented an apartment and you have bought a 2002 Nissan Ultima. So this is it. This is it. Is this it? Go and read about the blessing of Abraham. The Bible said, I will bless you and you become a blessing until the point where your blessing affects other people. You have not arrived. So don't, don't, don't feel, start feeling good. Now, how did you help people? How did you help people tell Bishop? But you are too much. It's enough. Slow down. Slow down. One person, one man, slow down. And what is his answer? He says, slow down. I am taking it to the World Cup. World Cup. <laughs> I said, take it to where? I said, take it where? I said, take it where? We are taking the church to where? We are taking the church to where? That's Anakazu. No, I am taking you to welcome. is not okay. There's A plus. So don't chill with your C. Well, I got a C. No. You can, we can go for A. I say you can go for A. See, whatever you are doing, you can take it to a World Cup level. Is somebody hearing me? A lot of us, especially our people, we are so complacent with little success. The Jews are not like that. They take it to the World Cup. There's something called the spirit of excellency. Most of us lack the spirit of excellency. A little thing and we are okay. That is why a little thing. Yeah. That's why even when we are even dealing with our artisans, it's very difficult. Because the artisans from our part of the world, when they make a chair for you, 
the chair, when the chair is like this, and one one leg is like this, and when you say that, but this chair is no good, they say, oh, master. <laughs> ah, his question is, ah, master, can you sit on it? Then, then he will sit on it. Oh, master. Ah, but I think I sit on it, master. Hey, this chair, you can sit on it, too. As for a chair, there, the most important thing is that it can be sat on. As for a chair, I mean, that's a, you see, you people who come from abroad, sometimes you are too know, but that's a, yeah. he wants you as, but see, it's not that, you see, there is excellence. There's something called packaging. Take it to another level. Oh, but I've, I've cooked. You say you want dinner. What is that? No. You can take the dinner to another level. I say you can take it to another level. Not only is there food, there is light, there is temple, there is dinner. So that when the man sits down, he said, aha, this is World Cup. Now I have reached World Cup. Yeah. Because, ah, but, but, what, what was your, you said you were hungry. You said you were hungry. Isn't that food? No. no, 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 no. You can take it to another level. I say there's something called, I take it to another. Maybe the way you put the fish and put some flowers around it. That's another level. Then you will garnish it. Yeah. Can take it to another level. Everything you do can take it to another level. Let me ask. You can take it to another level. Yeah. Even the way you put the food, add the napkin, water, this. First you know that this dinner is at welcome level. Yeah. Your success, your degree, your college, you can take it to another level. Oh, but I, I have got my associates. I'm okay. No, no, you could have done the master's. Is somebody hearing me? The Anakazo man is not satisfied. Look, one of the saddest stories in the Bible, I'll show you, is in the book of 2 Kings. I believe so. I'm preaching. 2 Kings chapter 13. It's a very interesting story. 2 Kings 13, from verse number 14 to 20. 2 Kings, listen to this story, 13 from verse 14 onwards. Second Kings 13. Now, let, please pay attention to the story because I want you to follow the story. Now, Elisha was falling sick of a sickness whereof he died. And Joash, the king of Israel, came down unto him and wept over his face and said, Oh, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And Elisha said unto him, Take a bow and arrow. And he took unto him a bow and arrows. And he said to the king of Israel, Put thy hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon it. And Elisha put his hand upon the king's hand. And he said, Open the window eastward. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, Shoot! Everybody said, Shoot! Everybody said, Shoot! He said, shoot. And he shot. And the 
then he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. For thou shalt smite the Syrians in Afek till thou have consumed them. What a prophecy. It's a shot. And as the arrow was going, he said, Elisha was on his deathbed. Elisha was about to die. And the last prophecy, the last blessing, when the king came to see him, the king was Joash. He said, bring an arrow. He said, put your hand upon my arrow. Because Israel was tormented by Syria. He said, open the window. He did it. He said, shoot. And as the arrow left, he said, this marks your deliverance. Now you shall defeat the Syrians. I mean, the, 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 the last words of a dying man. This is your only chance you are going to hear this great prophet because after that he died. Have you seen the context of the story? This is your last time that you are going to hear this great prophet speak. And, he's guilt, and he said, this is what was about to happen. Let's continue. And he said, take the arrows. And he took them. And he said unto the king of Israel, smite upon the ground. Take the arrows. Somebody give me something. Say, hey, I don't know whether I can carry that thing, right? Take, take the arrows. An arrow, a pen. Somebody give me a pen. Anybody has a pen? Or the drumstick. Pass me the drumstick. Very good. Take the arrow. Take the arrow. First of all, you shot an arrow. And said, the arrow is represents your deliverance. Now take an arrow. And hit the ground. So the king took an arrow. One. Two. How many times did he do? Three. And he stopped. And the man of God was wroth with him. And said, Thou should have smitten five or six times. You have been given up. I've shown you that this is your deliverance. And I've shown you that strike the country. And you only did it three times. Thou should have done Then thou have smitten Syria. Until thou consume it. Whereas now, but now you only con can defeat them only three times. Somebody has given you an opportunity, a job, a ministry, something. Strike hard and you did it like this. You blew it. This is what they say in this country. You blew it. Because you are too satisfied with small success. I'm preaching. You are too comfortable with a little success. You blew it. You blew it. This is your chance. Joash, this is your chance. I am dying. This is the last time. You blew it. You totally messed it up. You had a time to sign a good deal and you settled. You could have signed for 20%. You signed for only 2%. You blew it. You blew it. And all because it comes from your um, a mediocrity mind. A mind of accepting something small and you are okay. I'm preaching to somebody. Don't blow it. Tell them, don't blow it. 
tell anybody, don't blow it. Don't blow it. You miss them. Because after that, they might die. It means you can only defeat Syria 3. Who are these Syria? They are just around the corner. So the father you defeat them three, that's not me, they will not come back. So if you have look, and, and this is many of us this is our story. It's not that we didn't have the opportunity, but our mediocrity thinking make us touch it soft, 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 and we are okay, and you blow it. I see you making it. I see you taking advantage of every opportunity. Tell the I will not blow it. I will not blow. Yeah. Yeah. Not an opportunity for a good education, you blow it. An opportunity for a good ministry, you blow it. An opportunity for a good job, you blow it. And, and some of you, you have an opportunity for a good church. This is a good church. I've given you an opportunity and you blow it. I, you blow it. I, instead of taking advantage and rising to become a lady pastor, you settle at the choir and you are okay. You blew it. Opportunity that was open to you by now, you should be you should be a lady pastor, a lady reverend. But as soon as you got to the choir, I at least I'm in the choir. I'm okay. You blew it. You strike only three times. You can rise up and become a minister of the gospel. Don't blow it. Don't blow it. Don't blow it. Okay. I prophesy to you. Every opportunity that comes your way, strike it out. Because it will come your way, and I'm prophesying, and I'm saying that don't blow it. It's the maximum. Don't blow it. Hallelujah. The man of God, Elijah, was so angry. He said, "Hey, do what? Do what? I am dying." I will no longer be around. Josh. Do you strike the thing? Two, two, three. You blew it. I'm serious. You had an opportunity. Oh, you know what I'm saying? There was an opportunity. Yes. Yeah. I release the spirit of completion. Yeah. Nobody should look back and say, Had I known? Yeah. You will not blow it. Yeah. I say, You will not blow it. man, he does not accept. He said, look, even though there's a party, this is not a party I have in mind. I did not intend to have a party with empty chairs. The part, some of you, oh, but nobody have come. We are okay. No. Say, Philip. Philip. I don't intend to blow this. Huh? 
Aleluia. So three things of Rakazuma. Number one is what? That's not what? Number two? And number three? He does not, okay, write it this way. He does not accept half success. You yeah. see, there's, there's an element of success in it. But I could have gone for more. Do you understand what I'm saying? The, 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 there were some people at the party, but there was still room. Hallelujah. That is why an Anakazo church, you see, this is, this, this, to be honest with you, this is the problem people have with Lighthouse. I'm telling you. Because, I mean, Reverend Nathan Bem, I will tell you me. The problem other, church, other churches have with Lighthouse is this our Anakazo spirit. Because we have an Anakazo spirit. That's why we have built the whole campus called Anakazo. So the problem other, other ministries have with Lighthouse is our Nakazo. Ah, by the way, one church. Aren't you okay with your number of churches that you have? So many churches. It's enough. The same church. You want to do crusade. Healing Jesus. The same church. You want to write books. Somebody said that. So what have you left for the rest of us? <laughs> A pastor told him, I'm serious. A pastor asked me, show that. So you, when it comes to miracles, you have taken it. Church planting, you have taken it. Building churches, you have taken it. Writing books, you have taken it. You are into hospitals. What have you left for, what have you left for the rest of us? But what they don't know is that upon us rest the spirit of Anakazo. May that spirit rest upon you. I say, may that spirit rest upon you. Look, I'm pro the spirit that is on bishops should be upon you. The spirit of Anakazo. Excellence. I don't think I have success. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's a lie. That thing is a lie. You can't have it all. It's a lie. See, that statement that people say, you can't have it all. It's a lie. You can have it all. Say, I can have it all. I say, you can have it all. Say, I can have it all. You know, people are not telling you, but you can't have it all. You can have a good marriage, a good career, and a good ministry. Something must go off. It's not true. It is a lie from the devil. Ralph, it's a lie from the devil. Yeah, because people are not but you can't have it all. Something has to give. It's a lie from the devil. Because the Bible said the blessings of the Lord, they are rich and added no sorrow. No, you can have it all. You can have it all. You can have it all. When you read the Aman Chalak story, Aman Chalak, believe the Lord your God and you'll be established. Believe in his prophets that will prosper. When you read that story, the Bible said that when they entered the Syrian camp, and they discomfited all the Syrians and took their spoils. And none, the word is, and none escaped. It means they conquered every area. There was none escaped. It means when God is with you, you can actually have it all. When, it God, when God is with you, you can actually have it all. So don't accept, oh, but you can have it all. No, you can have it all. You can have a ministry and be educated. You can have a good marriage and, 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 and be successful at work. Especially the women. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's either your career or your marriage. Have you heard that statement before? I'm asking you, have you heard that statement before? Have you heard that statement before? When they told us, it's either your career or what? What did they say? I said, have you heard it before? What did they say? 
say, repeat after me. You, can, you cannot have both. It's either your career and your marriage. Who has said it before? That is a lie from the devil. You can have both your career and your marriage. Hallelujah. The only, thing, the only problem with that you don't want to strike. Hallelujah. Alright, let's press on. Hey, it's only five o'clock. Let me add a few more minutes of preaching and we'll be out of here. Because I'm also using an akazo. My akazo is that I'm, I'm, I am preaching to you what I came to preach to you. I must preach it all. <laughs> I, said, I must what? Preach it all. Amen. Wonderful. And the next anakazo, uh, the next evangelistic tool we talked about was the tool of biazo. Okay? So the first tool was anakazo, which I gave you three points. The next tool is biazo. Matthew 11, 11. What does it say in Matthew 11, 11? Matthew 11, 11. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there is none greater, there is none risen greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violent take it by force. And the violent take it by what? I say, and the violent take it by what? The word therefore is biazo. Hallelujah. And I shared with you last week that look, it's not everything that you can lie in your bed. You go do for me. You go do for you. Make you no worry. How does the word go? You know the word? Come and say the word for me. Listen to the words of this song. Give her a microphone. After give her a microphone, yes. Make, sing the song. Some of us, that's, that, this is all the, all the songs we know. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's say. Make you no worry, my brother, make you no worry. Don't you ever, ever feel sorry. Long as you got God, you no matter. No, what they say about you, then it matter. Hey, he go do for you, he go do for you, he go do for me, he go do for you. Come help me. No. <laughs> okay, but he said, make you no worry, my brother, make you no worry. Everybody gets your story. Everybody gets your story. Whatever I have, go do for you. you go, so you always lie down. Make no worry. You go, no worry. Make no worry. It will do for you. Sometimes you have to worry. I said sometimes you have to worry and take action. You are too comfortable. Make you no worry. Make you no worry. It will do for you. It will do for me. Listen. The kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violent take it by force. There are sometimes you have to rise up and say, This thing, I'm going for it, and I'm not taking no for an answer. Amen. Thank you very much. Yeah? The kingdom of heaven. And the violent take it by force. Too much it could do for me. 
You got to make you no worry. So your whole life you make you no worry. Make you no worry. Make you no worry. No job, make you no worry. Rent, you no pay, make you no worry. Everything, make you no worry. Everything, make you no worry. You just total phlegmatic, make you no worry. What school will the children go? Make you no worry. Marod <laughs> day. How are you going to pay the electricity bill? Make you no worry. Yes, CNG. Make you no. That's why they come and catch your lights because you're always lying down. Make you no worry. <laughs> I'm preaching. What's for dinner? Make you no worry. You haven't, you have not paid your electricity bill for two months. Make no war. <laughs> it go do for you. Angels will come and collect the electricity. It go do for you. Make no worry. Your assignment is due. You have not done the assignment. And then you are lying down. What? Make you know what? It go do for you. The violent take it by force. The kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violent take it by force. There's too many lazy Christians. Many lazy Christians who just lie down. Make you no worry. It go do for you. It go do for me. I mean, there is a, the, the, a, you have to. There's, there's a deadline for the application. A deadline for the application, and you still have not put that thing on the paper. And when your parents are asking, "What are you going to say?" Then make you no worry. <laughs> I'm preaching. The school said that the deadline for acceptance of admission for 2016 is October 23rd. Today is October 22nd. And we are asking you. <laughs> yeah, it's going to do for you. Your wife is looking at the account. He's looking at the budget. We are not sure when we can pay. We are almost about to be evicted next month. And you are telling baby, don't worry about a thing. <laughs> because every little thing is going to be all right. I rise up this morning. Still a little bit my window. Beside. Three little beds. Beside my windows. Steps. Singing three songs. Of melody, pure and clean. Singing, this is a message to you people. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Really? Baby, don't worry. Listen to me. If you're a baby and you see such a man, you better start worrying. <laughs> Three little bits. Three little bits. Beside my doorsteps, singing sweet songs, melody, your melody. This, this is my message to you. Three little birds will pay the electricity Everything, no problem. That's, that's 
That's your life. Everything. No problem. I, I got it. I got it. You got what? You got what? You got what? <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. You got what? The kingdom suffers violence. I said the kingdom suffers violence. Listen to me. I'll conclude. Okay. I'll conclude by saying that look. Even sometimes it takes violence to become a Christian. It takes a certain force to remain as a Christian. The world that we live in, if you are passive, your Christianity can be overthrown. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said the world that we live in, if you are passive, your Christianity can be overthrown. You have to be aggressive. If you, if, you, if, if you are the type of person who does not portray that you are a radical Christian and you are cool, by the time you realize your colleagues around where has affected you. Because nobody knows you are a Christian. You are just sitting there. Because you did not declare your stand. That's why they are sharing, they are passing that pornography magazine around the office and they are showing it to you. But if you have declared it, that I am born again and speaking tongues, when they, they will laugh at you, but they will not show you that magazine. Yeah. You, 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 some, some of you, your very faith is at stake. Because you are not violent about your faith. You have not declared. One of the weapons of our warfare, the Bible says, and let your feet, let your feet be shot with the preparation of the gospel. Okay? The preparation of the order, let your feet be shot with the preaching of the gospel. Why does the Bible call it a weapon? Because you see, when you are preached to people around your neighborhood, when they are doing something about it, they won't call you. They will know yourself, man, they won't call you. Young people are preaching to you. If I preach to your colleagues, what's that look, Charlie? You want to smoke some dope? They, look, they won't even ask you. Hallelujah. But you are too passive. Look, the kingdom, man. Let me tell you something. You need violence. You need violence to remain a Christian because we are living in dangerous times. This is not the world to keep quiet. I'm preaching. Hallelujah. Look, Romans chapter 14, verse 17. The kingdom. I'm talking about the kingdom. The kingdom. Romans 14, 17. The kingdom suffered violence. And the violence. What's the kingdom? What's the kingdom? Romans 14, 14, 14, I believe. Yeah. It says, for the kingdom of God. You see? The kingdom that we are talking about. The kingdom of For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. The kingdom is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The kingdom is made up of what? The kingdom is made up of what? What's the next thing? And what's the third one? The kingdom. It means what I'm saying, the, the first one. It means sometimes you need violence to make righteous. The kingdom is righteousness. And, also, and the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violence taken by force. And Romans says that the kingdom is righteousness. It means that righteousness suffers violence. And for you to make righteousness.
church, you have to take it by force because there are other people who are about to pollute you. You have to fight to stay pure. You are broke. The other he said, I drop your skirt and the bill should be paid. You should say no. The kingdom suffered violence. Hey, the kingdom is righteousness. I would I will be broke and maintain my righteousness. The kingdom suffered violence. Righteousness. Yeah. Joy, peace. I cannot survive violence. Listen to me. We are living in dangerous times. We are living in a very compromising world. Where they are telling us they are no longer absolute truths, but they are what they call situational truth. That's a lie from the devil. They say today in the world that there's nothing like an absolute truth. All the truth are situational. So it depends on the circumstances. It can be true or false. No. Truth is truth. Truth is is truth. Say with me. Not like situational truth. So fight. Fight to remain righteous. I said fight to remain righteous. That I will be righteous. I will be pure. I will be like this guy. Um, uh, not Lot. The Bible says, whose righteous soul was vexed? Because he lived in a contaminated city. Yeah. You are too passive. You are too cool. Be violent for your righteousness. Because your righteousness is at stake. Your right standing with God is at stake. Your faith it's at stake. And you want to be you want to be sort of what I call like also accepted in the crowd. No. No. What the world betides you when all men shall speak well of you. The kingdom even peace. Your, sometimes your peace suffers violence. And you have to be violent to maintain your peace. Yeah. You have to be violent. Now look. He will keep in, you see, he will keep in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed upon him. I will not allow my mind to be disturbed. Mind, I command you, stay on God. Mind, I command you, stay on the Lord. Mind, I command you, stay on the word. I will not allow you to drift. I will not permit you to drift. Because a lot of things are attacking your mind. They are shaking your mind. They are shaking your peace. And you must be able to say, look, the violent take it by force. I command. Yeah. Me, I knew a brother. I knew a brother before he got born again. He didn't like to bath. One of his major problems was bathing. No, he didn't. I know some boys don't like bathing. Some of you are laughing, but that's how you were. <laughs> he didn't like to bath. So when he got born again, 
Anyway, what if I uh, the no the basic uh, basic theology? Okay, and he was he was taught in the class. Man is a spirit. He has a soul, and he lives in a body. Is that what we read? Yeah. So we thought that the real you is what. The real you is what. And you have what. And you live where. Uh-huh. So after that class, he said that body, me this me. I am the spirit. You are the body. I command you to go and bath. Come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how he overcome, overcome his bathing problem. That scripture made him overcome his bathing problem. Because he said, he said, the real person is the spirit. And therefore he commands his body. Body, go and bath. <laughs> Today you <laughs> and by that he overcame. He overcame a major problem by violence. Yeah. That boy was wild though. Hey, command the hey, You'll be sleeping. He said, eyes, I command you to open. The, re- <laughs> the violent take it by force. He overcame his bathing problem. Listen. He needs force. He needs diazo. For your Christian faith, you need Biazu. I say you need Biazu. You must force to stay righteous. You must force to maintain your peace. Oh, as for your joy, you have to fight because there are a lot of things that are threatening to steal away your joy. Many things are tending to take away your joy. But you must declare that, look. No. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I will not lose my joy. You must be able to stay, stay that my joy is not dependent on what is around me. My joy is dependent on what is inside me. The greater one is me. That's what it is. That's what it is. You must decide to that. Look. Joy is not what is around. Joy is what is inside. And so long as the greater one is inside, nothing around. Because you see, why am I preaching you this? Because if you don't take it by force, your joy will be stolen. And you will enter an era of depression. And once you get into depression, Satan has you. For God has not given the spirit of depression. That's why you must be violent about that. Like, look, my joy, my joy is not based on my paycheck. My joy is not based on my job. My joy is not based on my car. My joy is not even based on my wife. My wife can be sad and angry. No! You can't. I will not, you might not tell your wife that I won't allow you to depress me, okay? <laughs> Or if you're a wife, tell your husband, I refuse for you to depress me. I will not allow you to make, make me depressed. Because you don't know the spirit that comes with depression. So you must be violent. The kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violence taken by force. I'm not out of words. I'm just out of time in this Catholic church. Stand up. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Spirit of God. Pray, pray. In a few moments, pray. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sweep away the darkness 
and burn away the chaff and let a flame burn to glorify your name. There are high highs, the deeper sea. Whatever you need to do, oh, yes, Lord. again. You want to give your life to Christ. Don't settle for, be, see, don't settle for a nominal attendee. Be born again. You can actually be saved. Your sins can be forgiven. You can be washed in the blood of the Lamb. You can be a new creature. You can be a new creature. So if you are, you are not born again, today you want to go higher. Today you want to be serious with the Lord. Today you want to take your Christianity to another level. By being born again. You, today you want to stop playing games with the Lord. You want to give your life to Christ. Please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You want to be born again. It doesn't matter how young you are. Or how old you are. You need to be born again. You need to be born again. You need to be born again. You need to be, need to be saved. Father we thank you for. The spirit of salvation. Thank you. Thank you for the spirit of salvation. Let none live here without being saved. I also want to pray for you. You, have, you seem to have settled in your walk with God. 
They can go higher. You can go higher. You can go higher. The higher heights. Wherever you are standing, lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You can go higher. You, are, you can go higher. Oh, you want to go higher? Thank you for the hand that I lifted up, Lord. You can go higher. You can go higher. You can go higher. You can go higher. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your hand and I pray for you, Father. Father, I thank you for the hand that I lifted up. I go down on my knees and I pray for them. Please, you are serious. Let your hand go above your head. You are serious. Let your hand go above your head. You believe God to go higher. Father, behold the hand that I lifted up. Cause them to go higher. May they not accept mediocrity. May they not be complacent where they are. Father, a higher level in ministry. A higher work with you. A higher height. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and the We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.